we're having these 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 serial uh, situations that have similarities uh, of patterns. Uh, we don't know at this point if the offenders are the same individuals. Uh, this is University Police Chief Bruce Lewis. You're listening to him give an update at last week's Associated Student Government Senate meeting. There are some commonalities with respect to their uh, descriptions, but again, we don't know. We've increased police patrols, we've increased security in the South Quad that also uh, patrol the library and the Norris Center. Uh, Here's why Lewis was at that meeting. From the end of October to the day this podcast was released, there have been five separate reported incidents of women being grabbed or verbally harassed at night on and around campus. The university is currently finding ways to respond, but many students are saying that it's not enough and are responding in their own ways. On today's show, we lay out what we know so far and how those students and the university have reacted in the wake of these attacks. From the Daily Northwestern, I'm Alexis White. Welcome to The Weekly. Can you give a timeline of the five attempted attacks? So on October 28th, a female student was crossing Chicago and Sheridan. This is Alan Perez, the Daily's campus editor. He's been covering these attacks over the last few weeks. Um, a man, quote, grabbed her backpack from behind, told her she was pretty, and that he wanted to take nude photos of her. Uh, that's according to a university spokesman. Um, the man was described as tall, white male with blonde hair and heavy Russian accent. Um, the woman called university police, but they were unable to locate a man matching that description. We searched the area. We were unable to locate that person. The second incident, November 4th, it occurred as a student was waiting at the Scott uh, Hall Circle. Uh, she became uncomfortable as a person began to approach her, uh, as she began to walk away. The man grabbed her from behind and asked her for her phone number. The student escaped, called University Police. The University Police ar arrested the suspect. Um, the man, Yontan Vasquez Jr., 21, he was arrested. We responded, we arrested the individual. He's a non-student. Uh, we arrested him for battery. He remains incarcerated. Uh, the third incident occurred November 8th, 1800 Hinman Avenue. Two men grabbed the top of a handle of a female student's backpack. She was able to run away from the two men, and the uh, men fled campus. University police was contacted, and University police and Evanston police patrolled the area, but they were unable to locate anyone matching the descriptions of the men. They were described as about six feet tall, one was wearing a hooded sweatshirt, um, and this was sent through an email by University police chief Bruce Lewis, um, and Northwestern is required to alert the community when there's the present danger. The fourth and fifth incidents both occurred November 13th. The first was on 1900 Sheridan Road, right before 5 p.m. Two women reported that two white men approached them. The men, quote, made a rude comment to them. One of the men was reported to be wearing a gray jacket. The other one was wearing a red jacket. Both had, quote, distinctive European accents. And the two, quote, made a disparaging comment, end quote and walked away when the two female individuals didn't respond to their original comment. Um, and the second incident that night occurred at 5.10 p.m. near the 1700 block of Chicago Avenue. A female individual was walking southbound when two white men made a comment to her and then grabbed her arm. The woman ran 
the women ran south, and the two men, they were in their mid 20s to early 30s,、um, then headed up north. How did the Daily first learn about these attempted attacks? Yeah, so we first heard about them when rumors were circulating among the student body. So we contacted university police,、uh, university spokesmen to get some clarity around the issue.、Um, people were scared, especially women living near the sorority quad. So we wanted to get some clarity around that.、Um, and they gave us some comment、um, for the first two events, and then the events after that were issued through community alert. And what kind of additional response can be expected from the university and from the student body? So, university police have said they're going to do more patrols, especially foot patrols.、Um, they continue to encourage students and other people to make timely reports,、um, to not wait to make some reports. And a lot of the students are you know, taking precautions, using Safe Ride, they're walking home. More with other, with other students. They're asking people to text them when they're home, and there's a lot of precaution going around the student body and the university. I've seen Facebook posts,、um, you know, Instagram stories, Snapchat stories like, hey, watch out. This is Cameron Cook, an assistant campus editor at The Daily. She recently wrote an article about how students are responding to these attacks.、Um, You know, I've seen screenshots from like floor group me's, from、uh, sorority group me's,、um, and like Facebook chats and stuff saying, hey, this is another thing that happened.、Um, be really careful.、Uh, women walking in groups、um, instead of walking places alone,、um, not even going out at night at all.、Um, I think all of us are a little bit on edge, even more than we have been before, about you know, being out on this campus at night. And what did the students you spoke with think of the university's response to these incidents? So,、um, I only personally spoke with a couple students.、Um, there were、uh, other people that did some reporting for me,、um, but they're not happy. It was just kind of scary knowing that like, you can literally just walk out of your dorm room and you're not entirely safe. This is Samantha Tapper, a communication freshman the Daily spoke to last week about these attacks. It's really dark all the time and it's really scary. And sometimes I'll joke to my friends on the phone when I'm FaceTiming them. I'm like, oh, like, someone, like, something bad's going to happen. And they're like, oh, no, like, nothing bad can happen. But, like, the fact that stuff is actually happening is, like, very scary to me.、Um, I don't know exactly what they expect the university to do about it, but most people are saying, okay, like, you know, on November 9th, university police said, okay, we're going to start doing all this extra patrolling, but it's not stopped anything.、Um, I kind of think people are. Expecting the university to take more drastic measures,、um, you know, sort of do something that gives results rather than just, you know, another crime alert, another crime alert, like this has happened again. Students themselves have been responding in a few different ways. They've been warning each other about the attacks through social media posts, and Delta Zeta has organized self defense classes for women on campus. Uh, excellent. We're going to vote on the legislation as a whole.、Uh, this is the emergency legislation titled Resolution to Combat Recent Community Safety Incidents. And last Wednesday, Associated Student Government passed emergency legislation calling on the university to do more to stop these incidents from occurring.、Um, all in favor of adopting legislation, please say aye. Aye. All opposed. And all abstentions. Great. Congratulations. <laughs> And you've mentioned this a couple times. 
What can the university actually do besides what they've already done? What I've been hearing mostly is, you know, it's like, oh, we're increasing patrolling. Well, what does that actually mean? Yeah, I walked by the sorority quad a couple nights ago, and yeah, it was like 2 a.m., um, and there was just an empty university police car parked at the end of University Place. I don't know if that counts as increased patrolling. At this point, I'm not entirely sure what else they could be doing. As both a woman on campus and a reporter covering these incidents, what have your main takeaways been? So, I mean, violence against women isn't news, and like the fact that women have to watch themselves while walking at night isn't news, but this is a lot of reports of these incidents. I talked to University Police Chief Bruce Lewis, and he said this was an unusual number of incidents. Um, and this is something that a lot of sources have said, and something that I've sort of felt that, you know, before this, I felt really safe walking on campus. Um, I never felt like I needed to kind of watch my back, even at night. Um, and I do walk home from Norris, like, very late a lot. And, you know, I sort of thought for a while, like, even when this first started happening, I kind of felt insulated from it almost, because I'm like, oh, like, I'm reporting on this. I'm not, like, one of these people. Um, but, you know, just the other night, um, I heard, like, a reporter, or I think it was a columnist, like, wasn't going to come in. She was going to edit remotely um, with one of our editors because her mom didn't want her walking alone at night. Um, and that made me kind of realize, like, wow, this is actually a problem. Um, this is actually something that could affect me. Something one of my professors said that I thought was pretty interesting is, you know, maybe this happens this frequently all the time. Maybe this is something where, you know, one person reported and now people are feeling like they can report it, feeling this is something they can talk about. Um, and I think that's very possible. The Weekly is produced and edited by myself and Christopher Vasquez. Special thanks to Alan Perez and Cameron Cook for coming on today's show. Special thanks as well to Daisy Conant and Evan Robinson Johnson, whose reporting was also featured on today's show. I'm Alexis White. We'll see you next week.